0: Welcome to the Path of Revelation podcast. I'm your host, Gabriel Parker, and this is where the culture meets scripture. Listen, hopefully you guys are having an awesome week so far as I am. And and listen, God is so good. One of the, One of the primary purposes of this show is to help equip you guys with the mind of Christ. I think it's so important as we as believers, Christians, are navigating through life and and society, that we are always striving to have the mind of Christ, because there's so many different things that are constantly being thrown at us, and it's very easy to become distracted and even desensitized to things that are not just affecting gonna affect us, but are gonna affect our children. And so I think it's very, very, very important for us to be sober-minded and see things the way the Lord sees them. And so if the Lord has an urgency about thing about something, we should have an urgency about it. If, it, if something is serious to the Lord, it should be serious to us. And so it's, and, um, one of the things I want to talk about on today's show is Dwayne Wade and his son um, who recently came out as identifying as a girl. And his son's name uh, was Zion, but now Zion... Identifies as a girl and wants to go by Zaya, and so Dwayne Wade, um, because I think he's promoting a documentary, he's been he's been doing a lot of uh, press and interviews, and so he's been coming out in strong support for the LGBT community, and most of us know that his wife Gabrielle Union is a proud and strong advocate for the LGBTQ community um, but he's been coming out um, for sh- with strong support for his son's decision even though his son is only 12 years old and so what I want to do in, uh, uh, in a little bit is I want to play a snippet of the interview that he just recently did on the Ellen DeGeneres show talking about um, when his son came to him with with the uh, decision to identify as a girl and how they support him and everything. And so I want to dive into that. And one of the things I want to say um, before we uh, even get to that, addressing the, the meat of what I want to get into, um, anytime I talk about topics like this, I, I want to be clear that it is in no way, shape or form meant to bash uh, Dwayne Wade or, or his son or Gabrielle Union um, but we as Christians we have to stand on the Word of God we have to stand on truth and so a lot of times I deal with these type of topics um, um, again not just because it's gonna affect us but it's gonna affect our children and we as Christians shouldn't um, be striving to see these type of topics through the lens of scripture. And 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 one another reason why I'm I'm tackling this topic because just like other sin issues and agendas, um I see a lot of Christians respond to stories like this um when it comes to the LGBT community with the mindset of, "Oh, just let them do them." Or if it's or if someone uh, who's pro LGBT is running for office or gonna be creating policies, oh it's not gonna affect us or just let them do them. And and I think that is such a irresponsible approach for us to have as believers because these are the people who are influencers. These are the people who will be affecting policies which I believe ultimately will will lead towards the persecution of Bible-based Christians um, in the near future, and so when we have an approach of, oh, this doesn't affect me, or just let them live their life, I think that could be irresponsible. Um, I think it's important that we respect other people's beliefs, but in, in light of us respecting other people's beliefs, we as believers have a responsibility to speak the truth in love, and so... Um, I want to get into in, into the Dwayne Wade and son situation in a little bit, but I want to share an interesting thought that I've really just been going through in my head, and that is, smarter doesn't always mean wiser. What do I mean by that? When when I look at social media and the internet, like we just have so much information at our fingertips, and. You know, we're constantly having information thrown in our face from movies to our timelines um, and it's coming at us in such a rapid pace. And and so one of the things that I'm, I'm recognizing is that a lot of us can actually become smarter but not be becoming wiser. And the Bible talks about how we perish because of a lack of knowledge so getting knowledge can actually be a really good thing but i believe that getting too much knowledge can be bad when we're not giving ourselves time to properly process or walk out the knowledge that we're taking in and so um like i one of the things that i i i'm constantly noticing is how many people. And I actually think this is dope. I don't think this is necessarily a bad thing. It could be either bad or good. Um, But I I see a lot of people setting monthly goals or yearly goals on how many books they want to read before the year is out. And usually what I notice is that it is a mixture of different books from business to religion to politics. It's like just like a melting pot of information and why is it could be a wealth of information I think one of the things that our culture really struggles with is slowing down to process the knowledge Um, and and for many of us as Christians I think many of us as Christians we get a wealth of knowledge but we don't apply patience to our pursuit of knowledge um, and so in a lot of instances many of us are becoming smarter but not wiser and so sometimes I, I think it's very ne- and hear me good when I say this sometimes it's necessary to shut everything down and just focus on prayer and studying the Bible too much info from too many sources um, can result in abundance of knowledge void of wisdom which will only strengthen our egos and our pride and so you don't want to grow in knowledge while neglecting wisdom and so I would rather spend time reading one book for three months than to read 10 books in six months and not properly submit that information to the gospel or not properly submit that information to the will of God. And I think that's what happens in a lot of instances for um, many of us, we're becoming smarter, but we're not becoming wiser. And so when I think about wisdom, um, biblically, wisdom is really just the ability to walk out knowledge submitted to God. And so I think it's so important as Christians that we have a solid foundation in the word before we're just pursuing knowledge from multiple sources because one, and I think it's funny I'm not going to say this is funny but you know it's almost like we try to be experts in everything that we don't know anything and so when I look at Adam, for example, in the Bible, Adam literally had everything and that wasn't enough. He wanted to know everything like having everything wasn't enough. Adam and Eve wanted to know everything. Like when we look in the Bible um, in Genesis chapter one, verse 26 through 29, I believe it talks about how God gave um, man dominion over the earth. Um, over the animals, over the vegetation, over everything like Adam and Eve literally had everything. They were in perfect standing with God and that still wasn't enough. Like and and then we see in Genesis chapter three, the serpent, the devil comes to Eve and and after God uh, clearly says, hey, don't eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Don't even touch it. And the serpent comes, the, that, that slick old devil, the liar, the father of lies comes and says, Hey, God, is, he basically says, God is lying. God, if you eat of the tree, you're not going to surely die. But God doth know when you eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall be as gods." And so I think this is what happens in our culture. We become like Adam and Eve being in right standing with god isn't enough for us we want to become gods and i think the the in a a lot of instances the pursuit of our knowledge a lot of times we don't realize our pursuit of knowledge is really just for us to idolize ourselves and make ourselves gods in a sense um When we have everything in Christ, when when we have perfect relationship and fellowship with God in Christ. And listen, don't mistake me as saying that, hey, you shouldn't be learning and wanting to grow in knowledge, but the Bible says this in Proverbs, and all thy getting, get an understanding. Proverbs 3, and this is a scripture that we uh, quote all the time in Proverbs chapter 3, verse five through six it says trust in the lord with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding but in all of your ways or in other words in all of the knowledge you're getting in all of the trials you're going through in all of thy ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path and so we have to make sure that um we're submitting our pursuit of knowledge to God That we don't find ourselves like Adam and Eve Trying to be gods But instead being content And being in right standing with God And and I think this is like When the Bible talks about I could do all things through Christ That's about contentment You know a lot of us Are constantly We're listening to too, we, have, we have too many Uh, People in our ears, you know what I'm saying? We, one minute we're listening to Charlemagne the God, the next minute we're listening to Joe Button, the next minute we're listening to to Stephen Furtick, the next minute we're listening to the Path of Revelation podcast, the next minute we're listening to the hip hop pre like we're listening to so much uh, information that we're not really processing what we're what we're taking in. And as a result, we're not really growing. We may be growing in what we know or what, what we are hearing, but we're not actually take getting the information where we can properly apply it. And so as Christians uh, in our pursuit of information, I want to encourage you guys, make sure the Bible is your foundation. Like I'm a, and I'm going to say this and we're going to get into the clip, uh, the, the quick clip of Dwayne Wade on the Ellen DeGeneres the show. But I'll say this. Listen, I'm an entrepreneur. I have two businesses right now. I'm I'm constantly listening to um, educating myself in my field. Um, but even in how I conduct business, you know, from a moral standpoint and ethics, like I'm even holding the things that I learn in business to the Bible like I'm I'm, we have to strive to do all things as unto the Lord and if and and so if we're going to strive to do all things as unto the Lord we have to submit all things to the Lord and we can only submit all things to the Lord when the when the spirit of God or the word of God is our foundation amen so listen But listen, I want to hop into this quick clip of Dwayne Wade talking about his 12-year-old son, um, who now goes by the name of Zaya, but was born with the name Zion, um, and how his son now identifies as a girl. And what's interesting about this whole Dwayne Wade situation is... um, I think I've been following the story on his sons since two years ago, um, because if I'm not mistaken, the first story that I saw about Dwayne's Wade's son was when he was only ten years old, and um, or ten or eleven, and he was he went to the fat um, went to a pride march with Gabrielle Union, and um, they came out as just supporting him in his identity as identifying himself as a homosexual, I think only at the age of 10 or 11. And so I want to play this interview real quick, and um, I do not own the rights to this interview, so here's the interview with Dwayne Wade on the Ellen DeGeneres show.
1: Thanks for being here. That Thank was a you. clip from the ESPN docu- documentary. And um, first of all, I just I think it's what every you know, every parent should be is what you're being right now, which is unconditionally loving your child and supporting Thank your you. child Thank in whoever you. they are. I mean That's there are so many parents that are just, oh, you're not going the way I imagined, or wanted you to be, and freak out. And you're so loving and supportive of Ziya. And, and what a special child she is. Yes,
2: she is. She is. Thank you so much for that. Um, first of all, me and my wife, my wife, Gabrielle um, Union, we are, we are proud, when I say proud, we are proud parents um, of a child in the LGBTQ plus community. And we're proud allies as well. Um, and we, we take our, our roles and our responsibility as parents very seriously. Um, so when, I, when our child comes home with a question, when our child comes home with an issue, when our child comes home with anything, it's our job as parents to listen to that, to give them the best information that we can, the best feedback that we can. Um, and that doesn't change because sexuality is now involved in it. So once Ziya, our 12-year-old, came home, um, and first Zion, everybody, I don't know if everyone knows, originally named Zion, Zion born. Um, as a boy, came home and said, hey, uh, so I want to talk to you guys. Um, you know, I, I think going forward, I'm ready to live my truth. And I want to be uh, referenced as she and her. Uh, I would love for you guys to call me Zaya. And so internally, now is our job to, one, go out and get information, to reach out to every relationship that we have. My wife reached out to everybody on the, the uh, cast of Pose. Um, and we're just trying to figure out as much information as we can to make sure that we give our child the best opportunity to be you know her best self.
1: Yeah I mean I would think that it's one thing. It's one thing to, to have this at home, but n- knowing that she's going to be out in the world, because yeah. you're a public figure. And even if you weren't, she's going to school. And to want to be protective and to make sure she's safe, yes. um, that must be a scary thing. Because it's one thing for you to love her and, ex- and, and your wife to love her. But that must you just want everyone to love her the same way.
2: Exactly. And once Zion, once Zion came home and said, hey, I'll, you call me Zion. I'm ready to take on this. Um, I looked at it and said, you are a leader. You are a leader, and it's our opportunity to allow you to be a voice. Right now it's through us because she's 12 years old, but eventually it would be through her.
1: Right. Well, and Glisten is an organization you're working with, and there's a lot of, if anybody else out there can relate to this and and needs help, you can go to our website and we can direct you because I'm sure there are a lot of people that just don't know what to do. So you're a great example. Thank you.
0: Um, Listen, so that was the clip of Dwayne Wade on the Ellen The Generous Show. But listen, I want to start off by saying this. Um, I'm a huge fan of what Dwayne Wade did on the basketball court. I, I think he's the third greatest shooting guard of all time behind Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. I mean, when you look at his career and his story and how he really was like, came from being like a nobody to just this prolific uh, star and superstar in the NBA winning championships and just known for his leadership. Um, But but here's Dwayne Wade is a good example of when you guys hear me say just because someone is a celebrity or just because someone has a huge following um, doesn't mean that they're qualified to give you advice or it doesn't mean that you should follow them. You know and and i think a lot of times we can get caught up in following people because of their fame and their success and and how the world esteems them that we don't consider how god views them and what they stand for and 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 another interesting point about as i listen to this interview it's amazing how as a culture we care so much about what everyone else thinks. Um, You know, we heard them mention your truth, living her truth, as he said, Um, being the best version of herself. And it's funny how we allow ourselves to define what truth is and how truth can mean something. Your truth can be different from my truth. And, really we're just redefining truth to me um to be an opinion and so truth is not really truth your truth is how you feel and so we 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 consider everybody's feelings but God's. oh you do do you do what makes you feel right and here here's one of the things that um i that that is disturbing about this whole situation Um, Because I've been following this situation, um, I want to say, for the last year to two years. And I believe the story first came out about um, Zion or Zaya now, um, I want to say about a year or two years ago when he was only 10 years old and um, he was at the Pride Parade with Gabrielle Union. And. Like he's only 12 years old, like he was only 10, I believe, when it first came out. And it's like, yo, like this is disturbing because as a 10 year old, you don't even know who you are yet. Like you don't even you don't even know who you are. Um, But listen, I don't know all the intricate details of their family or anything like that. But listen, it's wrong. I'll just start out by saying it's wrong. Um, One of the things that disturbs me about this situation, though, and, and I'm just being transparent with you. I love gay people. I love I love. Listen, I respect people's beliefs, but that doesn't mean that I have to affirm their beliefs. And one of the things that bothers me about stories or situations like this is that we equate love to affirmation we equate love to support and I don't have to support you to love you I don't have to agree with your lifestyle to love you I can actually disagree and call what your lifestyle sinful while loving you and actually the Bible says this about about love in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 6 it says love does not rejoice in evil or wrongdoing but it rejoices with truth and so in other words if we truly love people we will tell them the truth we will tell them that they're in sin and that they need a savior it's actually it's nothing more loving than telling people about what Jesus did on the cross for their sin. And and it's nothing more loving than telling people that they need to repent. And that they're that that Jesus died to save them from eternity in hell. And and there is a reality that the, the Bible says that the preaching of the cross is foolishness to them that perish. And so every time we share the good news of the gospel, and strive to be honest with people, there is a chance that we will offend people. Because people want their opinion, or in their words, their truth, above the truth of God. And so people don't, we consider everyone's feelings and emotions but God's truth. And so just slap God in the face. I, I don't, I, listen, put yourself, try to put yourself in God's shoes. God created me a man. God created you a man or a woman, whoever you are. And, f- and let's just say, God, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. God didn't make a mistake when he created me a male. But I decide to identify as a woman. That is... Me telling God hey God I know better than you God you made a mistake I know better than you who are we to tell God he's wrong and who he made us to be and so we lack fear we, we lack a healthy fear of God and reverence for God and so from from and listen Again, and I said this at the beginning of the show, this is not to condemn Ellen or Dwayne Wade or or Gabriel Union and his son. They're not Christians. And so I expect non-Christians to do non-Christian things or I expect non-Christians to advocate for sin. But we as Christians are called not to conform to the world. And so I, I see a lot of Christians a lot of times when it comes to topics like this. And this is one of the reasons why I'm dealing with this particular story on today's show is because a lot of times we have the a nonchalant approach to topics like this. Like, oh, yeah, that is wrong. I disagree. But hey, so what? No, like what is the big deal? So the big deal is. Matthew chapter 18, verse five through six, Jesus, um, if we're looking at this from a biblical perspective, as um, some of you are parents and have children, we as parents have a responsibility to uh, as Proverbs chapter 22, verse six, to train up our children in the ways of the Lord or train them up in the way that they should go. And when they are old, they will not depart from it. So we have a responsibility to train up our children in the ways of the Lord. And something interesting that Jesus talked about in Matthew 18 is causing young people or children to stumble Uh, in Matthew chapter 18, verse five through six. He says, whoever receives one child, one such child in my name receives me. But verse six, but whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a milestone fastened around his neck and to be drowned in the depth of the sea. What is Jesus saying? If you're leading your children or if you're leading children or those who are Less mature in the ways of sin, or or as in Dwayne Wade's situation and Gabriel Union, they're encouraging their sons sin. Jesus Jesus says, if you cause a little one to stumble or to go into sin, it would be better for you to tie a boulder around your neck, and for that boulder to be cast into the sea. And so Jesus takes these things very, very seriously. And and as I as I hear stories like this, we're seeing these type of stories come out more and more. And 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 I'm going to just say it. I think stories like what we see with Dwayne Wade and his son. This is just one instance that I think is desensitizing us to pedophilia. Um, like he's only he's only 12 years old. Like, that's crazy. He's made in God's image. We're made in God's image. And so if anything, my heart goes out to like my heart is grieved for Dwayne Wade's son. My heart is grieved for for Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union, because at the end of the day, all the fame, all the praise of the world, all of these things do, don't mean anything and won't mean anything when they stand before God. Jesus said, what does it profit a man to gain the world, but lose his soul? And so we as Christians, man, we should be praying for people like a Dwayne Wade, uh, praying for uh, his son and praying for their salvation um, and having an approach of grace yet truthful. The Bible says, have no fellowship uh, in Ephesians. I believe Ephesians five and 11, it says, have no fellowship or uh, in other words, have no agreement with the unfruitful works of darkness but rather reprove them in other words if it's wrong expose it as wrong if it's wrong correct it how do we correct people we point we we call them to repentance and point them to the savior Jesus Christ who shed his blood like we have to listen saints we have to get back to preaching the gospel we have to get back to proclaiming the goodness of Jesus. But for us to to accurately proclaim the goodness of Jesus, we have to be real about sin. We have to tell the truth about sin. And so whether it is witchcraft or um envy or jealousy, hatred and or or homosexuality the bible says those they that are in these things will not inherit the kingdom of god and so the most loving thing that we can do is tell is warn people i made a statement i believe i made it last week i'm not sure if i i know i made it on social media but i'm not actually i can't remember if i said it on last episode but many of us Christians we're like we're, we're 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 like the person who approaches a burning house who who waters the grass of a burning house. And for fear of offending those who are inside of the house, we ignore the flames when we should be warning them. Like what good is watering the grass of a burning house when the house is burning? We have to we have to warn people. And one of my concerns is when it comes to situations like the Dwayne Wade situation, we either lack grace when we approach the situation or we just don't want to deal with it at all. And so I think as Christians, we have to strive to move with compassion while at the same time speaking truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm not expecting Dwayne Wade to make a decision as a christian because he's not i'm not a, like these people are lost and they need the love of god they need the fear of god and they and they need the truth and so we as believers we have to strive to move it with the with the heart of christ um and in the heart the heart of the gospel is yet while we were in sin christ died for us and listen we can't put ourselves in a position where we're when we're looking down on people because of their sin and 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 really forget where god brought us from and so there is a a, an an approach that we have to have towards sin where we're offended by sin only because it threatens the soul of the person and not throw the person away like we can't throw a Dwayne wade away we can't throw um a ziah away or or a gabriel union but at the same time we have to share the truth and call people to repentance and so with that being said um i want to encourage you guys like let's get in our words let's 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 encourage people because more and more as the days go on I believe things are just gonna get worse as we as we begin to normalize things like a, a ten year old or a twelve year old being able to identify a, a little boy being able to identify as a woman or a girl, and all of these major people of influence just acknowledge a boy as a girl. Like, man the direction that we're heading in as America, like is crazy because Dwayne Wade is viewed as a hero. And I know not everybody agrees with this stance, but at the end of the day, if we're not standing on the word of God as our foundation, even if we disagree with stuff like this, eventually we're not going to care about it because our foundation is sinking sand. And so even if we don't find ourselves, um, fully agreeing with the lifestyle we just take it as oh, that it's the world we live in now and 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 that's my concern with many of us as christians we've become so lax concerning sin and i think one of the reasons why this is and i'm going to say this and i'm and i'm wrapping up is because i think that we we get so full on these watered down messages My my biggest concern, one of my biggest concerns with the church here in America as a whole is, we've reduced, we've made the gospel about material things, we've made the gospel about external blessings, when, when in actuality it's not about those things. You know what I'm saying? Jesus said, if any man will come after me let him deny himself pick up his cross and follow me like we have to start we have to get back to self-denial to find and find ourselves at the feet of jesus and, and and my prayer is that we have a heart for ministry that we have a heart for souls and so listen the Thank you guys for listening. I pray that this show has been a blessing to you guys. Uh, make sure you share the show with someone. If you have any comments or questions about anything that I've shared on today's show, I know I'm, I'm finishing up pretty fast. But listen, you can go to pathofrevelationnow.com. Leave comments, prayer requests. Um, if you want to donate to the ministry, you can cash at me at Gabriel T. Parker. Or you can paypal Path of Revelation now at gmail.com. Listen, I want to hear from you guys. I love you guys. Make sure you share this with somebody. Until next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Path of Revelation podcast. And this is where the culture meets scripture.